Welcome to the February 2012 episode of the Harvard Medical Labcast, science that's changing your world. This podcast is brought to you by Harvard Medical School's Office of Communications and External Relations in Boston. I'm Melissa Neller. And I'm David Cameron. This month, we'll learn about a remarkable transformation that takes place during the third year of medical school. After spending most of their first two years in the classroom, students graduate to the clinic, where they begin applying some of the lessons learned from textbooks, lectures, and labs to real patients. And for the first time, these future MDs begin to feel like doctors. At HMS, the third year of medical school is called the Principal Clinical Experience, often abbreviated as PCE. Four hospitals serve as primary hosts, Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center, Brigham and Women's Hospital, Cambridge Health Alliance, and Massachusetts General Hospital. In addition, Children's Hospital Boston provides many students with training in pediatrics. We had a chance to chat with students, faculty members, and patients about Harvard Medical School's approach to an intense and rewarding year. Today, we bring you their stories. We'll begin at Mass General, where I sat down with Professor Stephen Calderwood, director of the PCE at the hospital. I asked him to describe the program. What is the principal clinical experience? So students in the third year of medical education do their core rotations in all the major specialties, surgery, medicine, obstetrics, pediatrics, neurology, psychiatry, and radiology. And the principal clinical experience is trying to bring those together in a one-year experience at a single site under a single group of faculty who are responsible for the development over the course of the year. But this is really the first chance to be doing a more direct patient care, of course, under the supervision of more senior people. So this is the first time they're really um, embracing that role of physician and healer and figuring out what it's like to be doctors? Yes, uh, and that's why they're called the core clerkships. These are the required clerkships across the country for students to all be exposed to the same material before they do elective experiences in the fourth year and then go into separate residencies. So given that the clerkships that you listed are common across the country, what is Harvard Medical School's unique approach to this educational experience? So it's really the coordination of teaching across the clerkships and then the longitudinal exposure of the students to a common faculty over the course of a year to really help them see their own development and make sure they're developing appropriately. I see. So it's a much more integrated approach than some other medical schools are taking. Yes, and and much more integrated than Harvard used to be even just 10 years ago, where the individual clerkships might be different done at different hospitals, and therefore there wasn't continuity from one clerkship to the next or a way to make sure that each student was progressing in a satisfactory manner over the course of a year. And talk a little bit about the longitudinal experience and an aspect that you mentioned in terms of relationships with faculty members and perhaps even with patients. Yes. So there's uh, three components longitudinally. The first is their continuity clinic done once a week with a primary care preceptor uh, where they see patients in the outpatient area for a half day each week across the uh, period of the principal clinical experience. So they both get to know patients longitudinally and a faculty member in more detail who can actually uh, watch and observe them interacting with patients, doing physical examinations, and doing clinical reasoning. Uh, The second component is our longitudinal case conference series where the students come together. This alternates weeks with the patient-doctor three sequence I'll come back to. But in this case conference, two students take charge of presenting a patient that they've seen and taken care of. Uh, And they usually have three major teaching objectives that they put together with a faculty mentor. 
and then they invite experts and the faculty who can come and provide enrichment. And as you mentioned, these are all real patients. These, these, these are all patients that the students themselves have taken care of. We had a patient who was uh, from a local university, I won't say more for confidentiality, and who had an inherited neurologic disease who uh, was willing and very articulate to come and describe their experience with the disease uh, to the students. And so uh, with the help of one of the neurologists, the, the patient themselves demonstrated the experience of that disease and illustrated all the physical findings that would be helpful in making the diagnosis. And then they talked a lot about some of the newer therapies that they tried and some of the frustrations when the newer therapies didn't work as well as one might hope. And you mentioned the patient doctor three sequence as the third longitudinal component. The patient doctor three sequence is done in even smaller groups than that, usually seven or eight students with two faculty members. It's meant to be a non-graded, quiet place where students really can reflect on what they've seen, what they've experienced, their own emotions, and also there's a curriculum of things to get through that involves the things you might imagine, ethics, professionalism, uh, but it's really guided by what the students are feeling and their own experience of medicine. Okay. What about in terms of the art of doctoring and the art of the relationship and maybe some of the soft skills, the non-technical skills? One of the things the principal clinical experience has allowed is for us with core faculty to have actually an observed patient interaction for every student throughout the year where the focus really is on are they able to communicate effectively with a patient? Are they understanding of how to uh, take a history from a patient, which really means to be quiet and let the patient do most of the talking? Can they do a physical exam that's relevant to the issues and sensitive to the cultural aspects of that patient? And so those are all things we've been able to incorporate into the principal clinic experience. Have you also found that you've developed stronger relationships with some of the students and perhaps kept in touch with them more than you would have in the past? Yes, uh, absolutely. Um, I would say these are students that we know amongst the best of any students I've had the honor to teach in my, my years in medical education. And it, it's really a moving experience at the end of the year to see the students recognize how much they've grown over the course of the year and transition from somebody learning in the classroom to applying knowledge at a bedside where they're trying to help a patient. The learning curve is so, so steep, especially at first, and often you feel like you don't know what you're doing, but the way you see your abilities improving day to day um, is really kind of tangible, and at this point, I, do, I really do kind of feel like I'm a doctor. That's HMS third year Michael Honigberg, who's completing his principal clinical experience at Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center. According to Honigberg, students expect to feel overwhelmed from time to time during their third year of medical school, but the experience is also punctuated by moments of extreme euphoria, which are an unexpected perk. The highs are really high. When you're the one who picks up on something that the rest of the team missed, that helps lead the team to the diagnosis or fixes the problem, or when you get a tough question right, Moments like that are, are really good, particularly when you're contributing to patient care in a real way. Uh, like, I don't think I'll ever forget yesterday when the OB attending was like, you stand here and you're going to catch the baby. I was like, all right, I'm going to catch this baby. And it was awesome. And it's important for students to feel part of a clinical team. In fact, as Stephen Calderwood of Mass General mentioned, the school recently restructured the PCE to give students a deeper sense of community. In the past, rotations often took them to three or more hospitals over the course of a year. 
Now they have a home base, a single clinical site that anchors the experience. They also benefit from several new features of the curriculum, including a primary care experience that runs all year and regular small group sessions with peers and mentors to discuss cases in depth. Case conference is meant to be very discussion-based. You can imagine the synergy of 12 Harvard Medical students together is, is pretty, pretty terrific. Assistant Professor Elizabeth Breen, director of the core surgery clerkship at Brigham and Women's Hospital, echoes the important role that relationships play in the PCE. I think the community that the students build amongst themselves with the residents, with the faculty, has been very heartwarming and I think has helped to accelerate their growth and their decision-making as they move on into the future. Breen also points to bonds between faculty members as an important aspect of the program. Faculty members from different disciplines often meet to share teaching strategies and assess tools. They also discuss one of their biggest challenges. One of the things that we're struggling so much with is, you know, the explosion of knowledge and skills and technical prowess that everybody needs to deal with now in order to take care of patients. And so it's a very crowded curriculum. The goal is not to turn students into walking encyclopedias. Instead, faculty try to instill basic principles and knowledge that students will need day-to-day and teach them how to access additional information as needed. It's a tall order, but Breen and her colleagues are up to the challenge. And students sense their dedication. As Honigberg says about his PCE director, He's terrifically committed. I mean, he is completely there for us, sort of all hours, whatever we need. He also hosts routine book clubs where and has us over to his house. He'll make dinner. This deep connection between students and their mentors may help prevent a common and disturbing phenomenon. Namely, students often lose empathy and become more cynical as they move through medical school. The reconfigured PCE seems to halt or at least to slow this troublesome trend, according to research by the school's Center for Evaluation, the PCE certainly seems to have inoculated Honigberg against cynicism. Medical students will often you know, whine, oh, I work so hard, oh, I don't sleep enough. But like, ultimately, what we get to do every day is pretty amazing. We're very lucky. As Kat came into the picture and I started my treatments of chemotherapy, she was there on every visit. And it was wonderful to see this person come in who kind of, you could feel the warmth, I could feel the compassion coming from her. At some point, and I don't know exactly where, and, and, and actually I've been trying to figure it out, she became like almost a family member, somebody I needed there, somebody I wanted there each and every time, just like my husband. Cambridge Health Alliance patient Paula Cote-Uminski was diagnosed with breast cancer during the summer of 2010. She met Kat Wakeham, who was then a third-year student, at an appointment with her team of caregivers prior to surgery. My role at that point was just to, to meet Paula, and I was introduced as someone who would be tagging along for the ride. But she soon became Kote Uminski's advocate and friend. Following surgery, Kote Uminski underwent a 16-week course of chemotherapy, requiring her to visit the hospital every other week during the fall. That's when Wakeham's presence and knowledge of the case began to make a difference. Kote Uminski suffered side effects from the chemotherapy that landed her in the emergency room on multiple occasions. 
And it used to be amazing because what happened was is I would no sooner be kind of settled into that bed in the emergency room and in would walk Kat. And I used to joke with her and say, are you just like waiting in the doors there for me to come in? Because your hair, like, it seemed like it was seconds or minutes. When you would come back to the hospital and, and I would see that you had entered into the hospital, there was this urgency in me where I thought, you know, I'm the person who's been there for the, the surgeries, for the complications that have happened before. If I can get to the emergency room and speak with her doctors, like, I can really add value. By the very last time, the attending physician was just like, well, what do you think we should do? <laughs> It's not uncommon for third-year students to form tight bonds with patients and make meaningful contributions to their care, according to Assistant Professor David Hirsch, who is co-director of the PCE at the Cambridge Health Alliance. He applauds Harvard Medical School for encouraging these connections by giving students opportunities to follow patients throughout the year. All third-year students, for example, complete a longitudinal primary care clerkship. It gives perspectives that you wouldn't otherwise have, not least of which, and this is most important, is that the patient is a person first. The person ends up being the central element, not the discipline, not the place. At Cambridge Health Alliance, the patient-centered approach extends well beyond the primary care clerkship. While other PCE sites divide most of the year into blocks, with each 4- to 12-week block devoted to a particular discipline or specialty, Cambridge Health Alliance has reimagined the structure of the entire program to reduce silos and emphasize continuity of care. They can have patients in medicine and in surgery and in OBGYN and peds that they follow for the whole year. Students now move fluidly between departments during any given day or week, following particular patients from one part of the hospital or phase of treatment to the next. Students have the opportunity to meet and build, share with, connect to a panel of patients who, of course, is a panel of patients that's overseen by a real doctor, of course. But the student now is part of the team. They're deeply part of a team to care for that patient. This version of the PCE is called the Cambridge Integrated Clerkship. And from Kote Yuminski's perspective as a patient, it's effective. She's particularly impressed with the communication it fosters, adding that Wakeham will make a great doctor. She hears what you say, and she hears it from a different perspective because of this program. Both Wakeham and Kote Yuminski are grateful that the Cambridge Integrated Clerkship brought them together. A year after the initial diagnosis, the two had reason to celebrate. So we made a pact on the very first day when we met each other that at the end of her treatment that we were going to celebrate. And so we, in June, mm -hmm. went out to dinner at Smith & Lewinsky's, and it was phenomenal. <laughs> and you looked, you were stunning. Oh my gosh. We, we were dressed to the nines uh, and we had a really, we, we, we had a blast. We were there for like four, four and a half, half hours. hours or something eating dinner and in dessert. Yeah. Right? Thanks for listening to the February episode. We'll leave you with the conclusions of a study on Harvard Medical School's Principal Clinical Experience Program published in the journal Academic Medicine. During a pilot phase of the PCE, the authors collected first-hand accounts from 45 students over the course of a year. These third-year medical students often framed their experiences positively, finding that they learned valuable lessons even in stressful or unpleasant events. They also seemed to maintain their empathy for patients throughout the year. This podcast is a production of Harvard Medical School's Office of Communications and External Relations. 
and we'd love to hear your comments on this program. Visit our podcast website at podcast.hms.harvard.edu and tell us what you think or read what other listeners are saying. In order to learn more about Harvard Medical School, our academic and research programs, and our affiliated hospitals and research institutes, visit hms.harvard.edu.